This is the VAD, Brave and Devoted, The Bad Man with Prince Charles Crenzel. We talk everything God, love, and life. Welcome home. Child or servant? Which am I? How does God see me and how do I see myself with God? Does God see me as his child or does he see me as his servant? I had never pondered over this question in my life until quite recently when I became overwhelmed with the issues of life and could not make sense of anything. I found myself questioning God's existence and power. You see, my agony, my hurt, my deepest pain was that I had given everything to God. My youth, my childhood, my dreams, my life, my all, my everything. I have done it all. Everything he asked me to do, I did. And yes, maybe I missed a thing or two, but I asked for forgiveness. Is he not supposed to forgive me? Is he not merciful enough to say let bygones be bygones? Can he not be the better person here in this relationship and just let it go? Even if, even if I strayed a bit. So in my hurt and despair, with a little bit of anger mixed with disappointment, feeling all kinds of emotions, I gave God a piece of my mind, as if he didn't already know. I have done so much for you, God, and I keep doing. Sacrificing myself and doing so much. Sometimes I don't give myself a break because I feel I am not performing enough activities for your kingdom. I keep drowning myself in your work for you. So why? Why have you allowed me to go through all this pain? Where do I stand with you? Do you even care about how I am hurting? And in that place of throwing all my accomplishments for him, at him, and my demands, in that place, I hear the most sincere words in my heart. Child, servant and in that moment all the years of me saying I was doing ministry came flooding through my mind and I wondered have I just been keeping up a performance all this time I mean I had been trying to get God's attention to see me and to bless me because I was doing things for the kingdom I was performing tasks I felt the need to when all along, all along, I had his heart before I even started. I realized in that moment that his grace and mercy had actually been working overtime to keep me safe and secure whilst waiting for me to take a break and to pause and to just stop my performance for a moment to hear his heartbeat for me, his heart cry 
His love was in overdrive, waiting for my breaking moments to catch me when I came to the end of myself and to draw me near and to hold me and hug me so close, so tight that I would feel the warmth of his sincerity as he whispered those words to me. Those words brought to my mind the story of the prodigal son. The son thought the only path to redemption for him was the path of a servant. He only saw in his eyes, in his shame, from his perspective, the life of a servant. Where he will relinquish all privileges and atone for all his wrongs. Yes, he will be saved from the pitiful life he was living, but definitely not restored to his place as an heir. Make me one of your servants, the son said. But his father's heart was only beating restoration. That was the father's only response to his son's sincere and earnest desire for atonement. Restoration. Bottom line, I was living like his servant. Just performing and fulfilling tasks I believed I should be doing for God. Rather than having a relationship with my father. And the way I lived was in a way influenced by the feelings of unworthiness I had in me, which made me focus so much on my flaws and always present myself to God in the most inadequate way possible, focusing on every negative adjective to describe my unworthiness, as though the more I did that, the more God will see I really needed him, actually not him, but his power to perform for him. I felt that by shredding every ounce of dignity I had, which by the way I received from God, I was showing him how humble and lowly I was before him. So now he will speak to his lowly and humble servant. I did not realize that my posture was mainly inspired by my feeling of guilt and did not allow me to enjoy his love, the love that he had for me. Truth is, I did not grow up knowing how to love and allow oneself to be loved. And because I did not know that, it translated into my walk with God. I did not know how to accept love that had no hidden motives or agendas. You know, just pure love. It was confusing. So for the past years, God had been teaching me what love is and what it means. He was also teaching me how to allow myself to be loved by him. He was trying to teach me how to respond to the kind of love he gives the kind he brings to the table. He was trying to teach me that though I do have my moments of brokenness and feelings of unworthiness, those feelings do not define me or who I am to him. My place in him is ever and always secured. Just like the prodigal son, I am the apple of his eye, his beloved, his child. I am his son. 
my salvation because of the lack of understanding about who I am to God became my new bondage and not the freedom that it is. My walk with God became more of a relationship between master and servant and not father and son. You see, for all these years, no matter how much I tried to be a servant for God, God was telling me through every way possible, no, you are my son. No, Prince, you are my son. But I could not see it because I was blinded by the layers of flaws I had placed before myself in his presence to serve as a reminder to me of my unworthiness of the kind of love I could not explain. A love so deep I could not comprehend. What was I to do with it? Truth is, there is only one thing to do when you're faced with the kind of love you feel you haven't earned or deserve. Just like the prodigal son, you don't reject it or abandon it. You just surrender to it and accept it. That's simple. You see, the son had his speech planned and all the performance he was going to put up. And he could have just ignored all that the father said and still just gone ahead with his plan, made it all about himself again. But this time, I want to believe that he realized in that moment of reconciliation, it wasn't about what he had prepared, but about what the father wanted. The void created by his absence can only be filled by the son lost and not a servant gained. Nothing more, nothing less. That was the requirement. Am I humble enough to set myself aside for a moment and not rob God of the opportunity to be my father? Yes, I am. I am tired of going round in circles. I gave up fighting and trying to understand or make a little bit of sense about his kind of love. I just surrendered. No questions asked. Oh, it felt good. Finally accepting my place, I felt the shackles fall of my mind. I felt the heaviness just fall off. I felt peace. I felt rest in my soul. I am a son of God, not a servant of God. He wants a relationship with me. Whatever our relationship inspires and gives birth to in this world, so be it. I am worthy of his love and affection towards me. I do not need to perform, no, to keep up appearances for him. I am bought with a high price. And yes, I am an heir to my father's kingdom. I am a child of God. I am the apple of his eye. Christ's death on the cross was not to make me a servant, but restore my sonship. I am not trying to win God's favor. No, I already have it. I am a child of God who takes delight 
in serving others. I delight in serving, but I am not a servant. No, not to God, not to my father. Do you feel the need to perform? Well, maybe God is saying the same thing to you now. Child or servant. And he's asking. Let's talk again. You're home. This is the B.A.D. Brave and Devoted. The Bad Man with Prince Charles Krenzel. We talk everything God, love, and life. Welcome home.